Welcome to the Nightly News. Normally, we talk music on Friday, but you know what, Ted? We just couldn't wait this week. Um, your tour was incredible. Anyhow, Gibson Birdland. I have had the dream musical adventure of my life in the insanity of Cluster Crack 23. A big thank you to Jason Hartless, the drum thunder god, and Johnny Big from Texas on the bass guitar. You know, I keep having these incredible musicians every time I turn around, and nobody thought I could... I could replace Greg Smith. Greg Smith, one of the greatest bass players that ever roamed the earth. But Johnny Big and his vocals, I've never heard Stormtroopin' sung better. I've never heard Stranglehold sung better. I've never heard Hey Baby sung better. Johnny Big from Waco, Texas. And the crew, my crew, Keith, I got to tell you, talking about working hard, playing hard, I absolutely torture these guys. But their work ethic and their dedication, their professionalism. There was Frank and Dan and Todd and Rocco and Brent and Mark and John and Mike and Tim. I mean, the truck drivers, the bus drivers, everybody, heart and soul work ethic. They are. I have a herd of great white buffaloes at my side on cluster Actually, adios, mofo, 23. The music, the guitar tone, the tightness, the ferocity, the adventure, the dynamics of the band, the audiences. I mean, we sold out every night. The people went nuts. And we were also selling unique, collectible adios, mofo guitars, raising money for the Ted Nugent Camp for Kids nonprofit charity. I think we sold nearly 40 of them. That would be almost $40,000. I'd have to get the numbers, but lots of generous people out there that made donations, got these beautiful guitars. Next week, I'll show you a, a sample of it. But these are collectible guitars. So the generosity, the love, the celebration of music, musical integrity, musical authority. Chuck Berry smiled down upon me every night. James Brown danced and did the splits for me every night. It was the greatest, the last tour of my life. Now I'm going to still do gigs. I'm going to do a lot of gigs, but I'm not going on a tour. <clears throat> Happy almost died. We were preparing to bury my beloved Catahoula Blackmouth Kerr. Happy. Shemaine saved his life. We thank everybody at the emergency vet on I-35 in Waco down at Texas A&M and uh, Anthony here in uh, Concord, Michigan. But Shemaine literally brought Happy back to life. He's not out of the woods yet. In fact, if he barks for five seconds, he literally falls to the ground. <laughs> We're not able to hunt yet, but he's alive. He's eating. He wags his tail. He's sleeping right here on a my pillow dog bed. My pillow dog beds. The dogs love him. So uh, the tour, the people, the animals, the spirit that surrounds me every day, that's who's celebrating the nightly nuge. Good people with a work ethic and a conscience and a piss and vinegar and a middle finger on fire. Every night, the danger zone backstage. What a great campfire to continue to be confident that what you and I celebrate on the nightly news, the truth, logic, and common sense that is irrefutably truth, logic, and common sense, self-evident truth, logic, and common sense, it is alive and well. We had up to 50 backstage or danger zones in Dallas and 40 in Detroit, 30 in Beaumont. We had hundreds and hundreds of people in a little room over the tour, and I got to be reminded every night that what you and I know to be truth, logic, and common sense, goodwill, and decency, it's so alive and well. I'm a lucky, lucky man. And to the man and the woman and the girl and the boy 
They know real heart and soul music and celebrate it. Thank you very much. And they also know that our government is currently the enemy. There was a lot of heartbreak at these campfires every night. People are astonished and just shattered that Uncle Sam can be so evil, so treacherous, so dishonest, so untrustworthy. But then we rise up and we celebrate the good over the bad and the ugly with great, great music. So thank you, everybody, for the greatest tour of my life. My guitar tone, Todd Baker and I dialed in these custom and Fender amps. I'm I'm at the peak of my game and you can see the bags under my eyes has increased just from sonic bombast but i'm getting ready for the greatest hunting season of my life which we'll talk about tomorrow night and this weekend but the nightly nudes represents the heart and soul of the best families in this country so thank you best families in this oh by the way we had people from belgium and france and spain and italy and germany and ireland and scotland and japan and new zealand and australia we had people from all over the world coming because they know this is my last tour. And then, where else are you going to get Wang Dang, Sweet Poon Tang? There's no other song like that. Where else are you going to get Gonzo? Where else are you going to get Free For All? Where else are you going to get Dog Eat Dog? Where else are you going to get Great White Buffalo? And I'll tell you where else. Nowhere else. So I'm high on the music and the dedication, the professionalism of my team and the love and the celebration from real music lovers every night. Keith, the, I'm the only guy who's ever used this term because I'm the only guy who honestly can. But my music every night is an out of body musical, sonic, dynamic celebration. And it's because I'm inspired, wildly inspired by the people who come to my concerts for the last 65 years. And this was the best one ever. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And by the way, I'm going to continue. I'm, I know I'm monologuing here, but Sticks is coming to a casino in Michigan next week. And I will be on stage with Sticks. And then the next week, Night Ranger is coming to Jackson, Michigan. And I will be on stage with Night Ranger. And then in October, Sammy Hager is coming to Michigan. And I will be on stage with Sammy Hager. So the music is still a fireball. I'm still enthused and inspired and motivated and stimulated beyond measure, as you can tell by my passion for the music. But it's because my music represents the human experience. Think of the lyrics in Stormtrooping. They're coming up your streets, jackboots stepping high. You got to make a stand. They're looking in your window, listening to your phone, keep a gun in your hand. I wrote that in 1976. Great White Buffalo, the lyrics of Great White Buffalo are more uh, accurate today than they've ever been, even after the government destroyed the native peoples. They didn't destroy them, but they certainly tried and came close. So the Great White Buffalo is alive and well. And I think, Keith, you are the Great White Buffalo. I am the Great White Buffalo. And I had herds of Great White Buffaloes every night. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So let me give you a few personal observations as a fan. I saw Gig early in the tour. I saw him in the middle of the tour. And I saw again at the very end down there at Billy Bob's. And the music was as good or even better at the yes. end. You, you didn't lose a step of energy. It was incredible. Yep. I also noticed because I got to go backstage, the people backstage were just as you said, Ted, they were engaged. I mean, yep. these are your people. You call them shit kickers, but they are real Americans. Yep. I also know that you got political on the stage. And when people come to a rock concert, you're going to get them from all 
different perspectives. And when you brought up some of the truth, logic, and common sense that you and I talk about on the nightly nuge, in unison, the crowd went wild in support of your comments. And the last thing I want to say is that I know your set list was supposed to be this long down at Billy Bob's, but I also saw 74-year-old Ted Nugent with beyond super, superhuman energy and the set list went from supposed to be this long to this long in front of a standing room only, and you played your ass off longer than you were scheduled to, and not a person was upset about that. I just want to tell you it was incredible. Zach and I had a great time down at Billy Bob's. Yeah, great, great people. And again, out of body. When I'm up, when I'm up on stage, I am tuned into everything. I carry a gun on stage. I got to be tuned into everything because people have threatened my life forever. And I just hope they're really good at it. Um, so I am both ultimately tuned into my surroundings. And at the same time, I'm out of body. I'm letting the music come from deep, deep within and from unknown territory. I play these licks that God hasn't even authorized yet. I And your son, Zach, is a great guitar player, but no one in the history of music has played the patterns and the sequences and the grinds that I did. The flurries into feedback, chordal movements that quiver. John Coltrane, Yusef Latif, Jimmy Smith, Wes Montgomery, Jimi Hendrix, Stevie Ray Vaughan, Billy Gibbons, Chuck Berry, Bo Diddley, Little Richard, James Brown, and the famous Flames, the Funk Brothers. I mean, I there is no source off-limits including unknown sources. So I am mesmerized, but at the same time, I see everybody smile and I look in people's eyes and I see all those really pretty girls out there, which really <laughs> brings on some great note patterns. Um, so I am both highly tuned in and gone at the same time. I mean, I've had people throw stuff on stage and I'm so, so completely immersed in the music, but I see something coming up on stage and I catch it. I've been known to catch projectiles and dodge projectiles and bash an assault on stage with the guitar neck without missing a beat. In fact, I was on the phone with Carmine Appice, one of the greatest drummers that ever lived. He was my drummer on the Nugent album. And we did the tour in 82 with Derek and Dave Kaswini and, and Carmine. And he remembers our show in Hawaii where this big giant pineapple sumo wrestler was beating on a girl. And in the middle of cat scratch fever, I dropped my bird land, dived into the audience and beat the living shit out of him. got back up and finished the song. So there's a lot of stories in the naked city and all the best ones are mine. And uh, just to emphasize once again, it's the music. I had a record a couple of years ago called The Music Made Me Do It. The music makes me do it and the pretty girls make me do it and the spirit makes me do it and the vibrations make me do it and the intensity makes me do it and the gift from God at 75 years clean and sober that God gave me another day, I'm going to use it with all the vim and vigor that God has blessed me with. So that's what my music is. In fact, we have right now a re-release on vinyl 
the Ted Nugent Spirit of the Wild album, which is just a monster. And the sound on vinyl, uh, Jason Hartless has a vinyl company. We've released the outtakes and demos from the Free For All album on a, on a I don't think you can even buy these. You got to go to a store. They're only available at stores. And the collector Fred Bear vinyl autographed. You might be able to find them on tednugent.com, but all the first three runs have been sold out. My point is, is that people go, so what are you going to do now that you're re- retired? Hello, I'm not retired. Um, I'm still making music. I got some killer new songs we're going to record. I'm doing a bunch of gigs. I'm jamming with Sticks and Night Ranger and Sammy Hagar and whoever else will allow me near the stage as if they can stop me. Um, so, yeah, the fire and the passion for the music is at an all time high, which is unbelievable. In fact, if somebody said last, I think we've said this before, but numerous occasions people have said, boy, if the 25 year old Ted Nugent showed up, you'd kick his ass. If the 30 year old Ted Nugent showed up, you'd kick his ass. My my singer for the Amboy Dukes in 1965. You know, if the 17-year-old Ted Nugent showed up, you'd kick his ass. So I'm blessed with a clean and sober discipline, and it gives me a lot of energy no matter how tired I might look, and I'm getting ready for the greatest hunting season in my life. Shemaine and I filmed Ted Nugent's Spirit of the Wild TV for Pursuit Channel every day. It's going to be the best season of our lives, and I thank everybody for the support because I've been doing this for over 65 years. Well, yeah, I've started 66 years. I started playing at gigs when I was nine. And I'm having more fun than ever because I take good care of myself and I'm engaged in this experiment and self-government. So when I go to bed at night, I know I've done my job as an American and as a gift from God to the best of my ability. So I think that's the battle cry of the nightly nuge and our Real America's Voice. In fact, people got to go to realamericasvoice.com. I guess that's how you do it. But Shemaine and I have shows where we're really waking people up and changing people's lives and having fun. I mean, I'm so much fun. It's stupid. If you don't have a good time with me, you might want to check your pulse. So anyhow, thank you, Keith, for creating the nightly nude because I'm really honored and humbled, motivated, stimulated, inspired, and driven to continue to fight for the original American dream, which is currently being flushed down the toilet by Uncle Sam. And I know tonight's going to be a little longer than we normally like it to be, but you mentioned fat pineapples. I told the listeners last night that I'd get your take on the Republican debate. And so Chris Christie, Mike Pence, you know, the fat pineapple is, of course, but uh, Mike Pence, um, so on and so forth. What was your take on the debate? There was only one person that stuck out to me, and I'll just say it, one man. I thought Nikki Haley came across as a warmonger, but what was your take on the debate? Well, number one, it was uh, superfluous because Donald Trump is the guy. Donald Trump is the only guy out of those other eight that can really get America back on track and become energy dominant to to quit torching our tax dollars, to quit paying off the enemies of America, to quit uh, financing global contracts that help everybody except America, to secure our borders, to make America great again, safe again, strong again, prosperous again, productive again. Uh, Vivek Ramswamy has always impressed me because he when he speaks, he, he appears to be sincere. But remember, we thought Mike Pence was sincere years ago. 
and he turned out to be a facade. He turned out to be a scammer and he proved his scammability at that debate. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I learned enough to know that Mike Pence is untrustworthy. Uh, Chris Christie is a buffoon. Uh, Nikki Haley is not a leader. And the governor of North Dakota is a good man, but he's no statesman. And uh, who else was up there? Uh, oh, Hutchinson. What a punk. Hutchinson is just a bad man. So the only one that impressed me at all was uh, Vivek Ramaswamy. I think that's how you pronounce Ramaswamy. Um, but again, compared to Donald Trump, he I, I would hesitate to name him as vice president. I think Vivek Ramaswamy uh, might have a good position in the Trump cabinet because he speaks truth, logic and common sense. But I was impressed by the debate that it shouldn't have happened without Donald Trump. Without Donald Trump there, it meant nothing. You know what, Ted? You you always you know, you always give me a hard time after we film saying, you know, I asked some very rhetorical tongue in cheek questions. But I got to gig you right back right here because you listed everyone on the stage, but you did not mention Ron DeSantis. <laughs> yep, that's a perfect example. Um, I, 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 I didn't mention his name. I, it just uh, got past me. <laughs> he didn't matter. He, he is a good guy. He's not even a great governor. He's just a good governor. He's a good governor in the current context because uh, the only great governors happen to be women, uh, uh, Christy Nome of South Dakota and uh, uh, Huckabee in Arkansas. Yes. Uh, there's a few others. Uh, we're an embarrassment here in Michigan. It's an embarrassment in Illinois. It's an embarrassment in Indiana. It's an embarrassment in uh, Ohio. It's an embarrassment in Pennsylvania. Uh, it, it's, obviously, the, the, the blue states are a, a pathetic embarrassment. Uh, California and Massachusetts and New Hampshire and New Jersey, New York, I mean, like planet of the snakes. Um, so we look for positive spirit. And again, only Vivek Ramaswamy um, indicated some of that. Um, and I, I respect the man because when he speaks, he really makes makes good sense. Not 100 percent, but he's a good 90 percenter often. So I didn't mention DeSantis. Uh, just to happen to skip my mind. Uh, I think I mentioned everybody but him. So we'll include him in the superfluous category. OK, well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Ron DeSantis goes to the superfluous category uh, with Mike Pence and the big pineapple. Um, Ted, tomorrow I want to talk about uh, some entertainment news. We've had a few of your superstar musicians come out and tackle the issue of man versus woman versus 52 other genders. Very interesting uh, happenings in the world of music. Want to get your take tomorrow night right here on the Friday edition of the Nightly News. <laughs>